0: Each and every week I talk to very interesting people, and the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks,
1: and I hope you enjoyed this newest weekly segment on Coach Business. At the start of a new decade, the shrinking pool of qualified talent remains a top concern for both small and middle-sized business leaders. Nearly half of mid-sized business leaders And nearly a third of small business owners list finding candidates with the right skills as one of their top challenges. Joining us now to discuss the results of the 2020 Business Leaders Outlook Survey is the Managing Director and Head Economist for Commercial Banking at JPMorgan Chase, Jim Glassman. Jim, welcome. So why are business leaders concerned about finding qualified candidates?
0: I think what's really fascinating about this story is, as you know, there have been a lot of things uh, to worry about in the last couple of years, and the market was taken aback by all this talk about recession, uh, tariffs, trade war with China, brexit issues, and you know today another version yet there's always, this, uh, there's always something to worry about and yet when you when you when you survey um, business leaders, what you find is they're able to distinguish between the noise in the air and what's really going on on the ground so what i find telling about all this is that they're still really optimistic about their own circumstances and the things that they tell you are a challenge like finding workers um that that's they're only expressing that because they're trying to grow and you can't grow without the people so this has really popped up to be the top issue in the last couple of years. And I think the reason they're running into this, frankly, is not much of a mystery. Unemployment has come down. We're at three and a half percent, the lowest since we've been in, say, 1969 in the fall. All those pockets of hidden unemployment Uh, People who work part-time, they're counted as employed, they're not counted as unemployed. Young people who give up and just disappear because they can't find something, they disappear from the statistics, they're not in unemployment. Well, that, that all is back to normal. So it's not surprising to me, watching the national trends, that companies are telling us they're having a harder time to find people because the unemployment is very low and most people who want a job have already got one. And then, you know, at the same time, Um, the workforce isn't growing as fast as it used to because you've got a lot of baby boomers that are moving to retirement. So the natural growth of the workforce is slowed down, and yet we've got all this work we want to do, but we just don't have the people for it. That that tells you there's a lot of promise if companies can figure out how to get around this, and there are little things you can do. You can't grow people, but you can figure out how to get more out of them, and getting more out of them means helping to – encourage them to be more loyal, help them learn new skills, um, better pay, better benefits, those are all good things for workers. And is that happening? You're, you're seeing, you know, if you look at the national trends, you're seeing that um, average hourly earnings are growing twice as fast as inflation. If you ask an economist what would be normal, we will tell you this is starting to look real normal. This is what workers should be seeing. And when you, when we look at our survey, the respondents tell us they are, they are planning to boost compensation. They are you know, boosting benefits. There's little things. Not as, not as many are talking about allowing work from home, remote connect, um, better you know, benefits away from traditional compensation packages. So that's beginning to happen, and you see it in the national numbers as well.
1: And so i work with a lot of the financial advisors, and we're talking about retirement, and, and you talked about baby boomers leaving the market. But what about the baby boomer that wants to, to still work? Is there, is there a place for them?
0: Yeah, I mean, they want to do it, they can. What What I think, um, it's sort of natural, though, when you get to a certain age, you want to move on to other things. So, you know, what's interesting to me, I mean, you, you do find when you take a, there are more 55-year-olds working in the market than maybe a few decades ago, but the picture isn't all that different. I mean, when, when you look at the uh, work habits of people today, we all, you got out of college, turned 22. About eighty percent of us go into the job market, and it stays that way till you get to be about fifty five and then things start drifting off. If you compare that picture with what it was fifty years ago, it really isn 't all that different i mean there are There are bigger challenges, and people live better and they live longer, and maybe they 've got more financial burdens and responsibilities, so they want to stay on the job longer but you 're not seeing big changes in that, so you know what we 're Despite the, you know, there are some that are staying on the job longer, but you're still seeing an awful lot of people moving off to retirement. So we've got, you know, the work, the people who work, is a much smaller fraction of the population that's working than was working 10 years ago, and that's a, that's why you're seeing all these challenges popping up in surveys like the J.P. Morgan Chase survey.
1: What's the, I mean, what's the skill set that people need, and and what's what's missing out there?
0: Well, you know, for a while we were all talking about because of technology, it's up the bar for the kind of skills you need in manufacturing in particular. But honestly, that's not really the big challenge anymore. I think what's happening is technical jobs pay better. Young people figure that out. They're getting more and more of them are going through these training programs at community colleges and and universities that are reconfiguring some of their programs. The the real challenges are really kind of all over the map. Um, It's it's across the board, all over the, all over the country, across all industries. And so when you look at, for example, the government survey of job openings, the Bureau of Labor Statistics tells us that there's 7.3 million job listings that can't be filled. And when you look at what industries are behind it, it's every single industry. Well, that tells you this is more about just people are moving on there they, you know it's the demographics it's not so much the nature the j- the job skills of pacific you know jobs have gotten more demanding um, they're always demanding but there's an awful lot of jobs we just need human beings in those jobs to actually do the work
1: and that's the problem
0: that's the problem that's You can't grow people that quickly
1: <laughs> and so this is not the first year the survey's been done i mean you've been doing this for 10 years uh are right. there are there trends over the 10 years that you've seen change
0: yeah, you know, initially everybody was very super cautious, kind of worried about the outlook, not so sure there was a real recovery, and you never heard about job skills and um, can't find people. That That is a story that really began to emerge several years ago, and it's just gotten more and more focused in our survey. So, yeah, it, it's the evolution of the findings in our survey kind of matched, to me, what I see going on in the national trends. And it's what you expect to see when the economy gets back on its feet and unemployment is low. And um, there's a lot of work to do. And when you have demographics kind of holding us back.
1: So with 10,000 baby boomers turning 65 every day and there's no end in sight there, I mean, is the workforce just going to continue to shrink?
0: It's not really shrinking. It's just growing more slowly. Let me give you an example. Until about 10 years ago, the number of people who are 16 years of age to 70 was growing about 200,000 a month. And then over the last 10 years with people retiring, what's happening is it's not shrinking, it's just slowing down. So the number of people who are 16 to 70 is now growing about 50,000 a month. That is a huge change. it's It's not a contraction in the workforce, but it's a real dramatic slowdown. And relative, you know, when you have a U.S. economy that's strong again, and there's work to do, and you've got a global economy, our partners are actually doing the same thing. We just don't have the same number of people to accomplish the kind of work that we could do. It just tells you how much opportunity is lost by not, you know, by not being able to find people to fill these jobs.
1: So besides increasing compensation, what can a small or medium-sized business owner do to, you know, sort of solve that problem and get people in the door? You know,
0: I think what, what, I, what you often hear Young people want, you know, you, everybody wants to feel proud of the company they work for. So building a culture is an important part of that. Um, I think uh, offering ways of helping people get different skills for maybe better paying jobs within the company. You know, we all, we all go into a company in our first job. We, don't, we have no idea what, what most of the job opportunities are out there. So I think once you get into a company, people discover that there might be other things they want to do. And I think companies that know how to give you that opportunity are going to generate more loyalty and do a better job retaining people. So, I mean, and there, there are other little things you can do. I think we're finding in, in this era there's a lot you can do on the innovation front, and that's what companies are. They, they do embrace that, and they're trying to figure out how to be more efficient. You see this even in the quick service business. Um, the food businesses, uh, there's a lot of things you can do with technology if you don't have the people. You go to any airport, you kind of see this story playing out. The
1: the corporate culture thing, that's a big deal, isn't it? I mean, people really do want to feel like they're they're, they're comfortable where they are, that they're taken care of, that they're appreciated. And is that something that, that you're seeing, and, and how can somebody do that?
0: Yeah, I think, and it's particularly valuable to young people. Um, you know, they when, you know, you want, you want balance, but you also want to feel proud of the company you're at. I think it's, um, that, that's, that's the job of creative management. They've got to figure out how do you create a value system that um, people are comfortable with, that they feel proud of. Um, it's, a, it's a big job, and it's an important job. I think it's an important part of making people feel like they, they, they're, they're proud of being at, uh, an employee for that company.
1: That could be a job in and of itself yeah (laughs) creating that culture or helping to create that culture so uh, jim what what's the big biggest takeaway from all this what do you think
0: i you know to me i think there are a lot of things you could worry about and we have certainly aired a lot of those you know last year but i think the fact when you when you look at a survey like this and you see that businesses are most optimistic about what they know most which is their own business and they're willing to bet on themselves and they're struggling to figure out how to expand that tells you that we're, we're still in a, an expansion mode, and there's reason to be optimistic about what lies ahead over the next several years. And, you know, what's going to come with all that, of course, workers are going to find that the wind is at their back.
1: Where can we find more about the survey? Where can we find the survey itself? If you go to jpmorganchasecom
0: slash business leaders outlook, you can find more color on this survey.
1: Thanks again to Jim Glassman, Managing Director and Head Economist for Commercial Banking at JP Morgan Chase for the Financial Safari News Network. I'm Steve Siddall.